Happy Wednesday, everyone. We're halfway through the week. Lockdown measures are back in place throughout our city of Chicago, and Lucas and I wanted to bring our listeners a special bonus episode. On Monday, we presented our monthly forecast in a webinar format, and we thought it would be fun to bring our most notable questions from the webinar over to our podcast, because I'm quite certain there are more people interested in our take on these market questions. There were some really great ones. Also, if you want to join our next forecast webinar and you aren't a customer, no problem. Just send us a quick note at info at highgrounddairy.com or reach out to us on social media and we'll get that information over to you. Lucas, welcome back. Great to chat with you again. Also, great job with the presentation on Monday. I know our customers really appreciated the uh, additional time the team took to dig into our expectations on prices into the next 18 months. Thanks, Alyssa. Like I had mentioned on the webinar, in this lockdown pandemic era, I certainly speak for, I think, everyone on the team that we miss seeing all of our customers in person. So I think this webinar has been kind of a a fun way to get some interaction in the meantime. So happy to do this. All right, let's jump into these questions. So we're going to do a bit of a lightning round here. And if you want the recording to get more in-depth answers from the team, again, just send us an email at info at highgrounddairy.com and we'll get that recording over to you right away. All right, Lucas, where is the bottom in the cheese market? The question of the month, that's for sure. We've seen an epic collapse here in cheese markets over the past two to three weeks, and I think there's a little bit more room to decline. Certainly, our our forecasts are quite bearish, especially moving into Q1 of 2021. I don't see why there's any reason why we can't shed a dime or two off this block market. We've got plenty of production on the horizon. High prices have limited exports, and without government-induced demand, we are certainly in an oversupplied cheese situation. Next question, will a Biden administration fund more rounds of the food box program? That's a great question. Certainly a key wild card as we move forward into 2021 and transition into the new administration. My initial feeling, Alyssa, is no, that the new administration will not use that food box program like President Trump did. While it certainly achieved its goals and supported markets, I think that a Biden administration will lean more into funding the existing SNAP and WIC nutritional programs and getting food to people in need through those programs rather than finding uh, additional billions of dollars for food box rounds. What are key milk production trends in the coming months? Yeah, we are certainly anticipating quite robust milk production growth here over the next several months. I think Q4, you know, we're recording this on Wednesday the 18th, just before we get the new milk production number. I think Q4 will see two to two and a half percent growth, possibly even greater than that into the spring flush period. If we remember earlier this year, those milk production restrictions really cut milk output in the beginning of the pandemic when we were strongly oversupplied. If spring flush proceeds as normal, we could see two and a half to three percent or more growth by April into May. Certainly bearish numbers there on on growth that we're expecting. Will the black barrel spread be more normal in 2021? (laughs) (laughs) 
after hitting a record about a month ago at more than a dollar, it's come a little bit more into a more normal range, but certainly still a stark departure from what we used to call an average three cent range. I don't think that three cents is really in our expectations, maybe more of a dime to 15 cents could become the new norm. There is some economic support for strong barrel production, maybe a little bit stronger than processed cheese demand would imply to get a you know, white whey and, and non-colored byproducts of that cheese. But I also think blocks will be pressured with the additional block capacity coming from a few different plants. So certainly expecting a more normal and more hedgeable cheese block barrel spread into the new year. Speaking of additional capacity, a few people actually asked this question is how much will the new plant in Michigan, and they're referring to the new Glambia plant, how much will that really pull away from butter and powder and into class three milk? I think it could be significant into the beginning several months of that plant. Certainly ramping up to 8 million pounds of milk per day in Michigan is a lot of milk, right? That could pull a little bit of milk away from class four plants in Michigan and in the region. However, I will say that we do expect milk output in Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and even surrounding states to be ramping up quickly. Farmers certainly know about this plant. They are prepared to fill the plant up. And in the longer term, things will certainly come back into balance, but it could reduce pressure on class four into the early half of 2021 and maybe reduce the bearish impacts of stronger milk from California. Last question here. Do you foresee Asian demand persisting in the coming months? I think I'll take this one. I think, you know, Asian demand for ingredients will remain strong. Obviously, thinking China specifically here, and as noted on yesterday's global dairy trade event in New Zealand, China was very much present. Whole milk powder demand was at two-year highs. They took on strong volumes of skim milk powder, and even fat demand was strong. But ultimately, the key dairy products moving into Asia over the next likely six months will be in the form of milk powder and whey, as well as UHT milk. I think the larger concern is who will win those bids outside of New Zealand. There will most definitely be a play throughout 2021 to vie for that market share. And, you know, just stay tuned to our analysis to read more of our expectations into the next year. Thank you for tuning into our bonus episode. We'll be back on Friday for our regularly scheduled podcast episode covering all things milk production throughout the Northern Hemisphere. Thanks again. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. (music) Thank <music> you.